Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of us bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. What happens in the grotto stays in the grotto. From those of us that lived it, the employees that worked it, and the guests who loved it. And the the mayhem continues. If you see Tyron walking around, she needs to go to the bar and grab something for Jennifer. Tequila. I mean, shocker, right? (laughs) Did I just hear that you just ordered a tequila shot? Did I? Yeah, Jen. Do I ever not? (laughs) Well, we did. I just land. I I don't want to say landed. Just drove in. I'm a little, I'm a little exhausted, but I think tequila is about the way to get the show started. I don't know, though. I have to jump in. Hi, it's Terry. Um, Jennifer was hurting this morning, and I actually started bottomless mimosas via Jennifer's advice at 9:06 with Darian. Wow. It was a wise choice. It was a wise choice. Yeah. So, But I'm on my third double vodka and soda, oh, and it's 12.42. <laughs> uh, what, are we Pacific Coast time? We're in Vegas time, so okay. it's drink o'clock. Right. So it's we're looking well, like this weird vortex where just like we live it's in just, our own little no, world, zero time. right? I'm excited because this is going to be a fun few days. Um, we are doing our Rogue Bunnies Mayhem uh, podcast, and we have the lovely Terry Harrison here. Um, I believe it was October 2002? Yeah, October 2002, many moons ago. Many moons speaking my language. I like that. That You look amazing. Amazing. Botox does wonders. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're just going to have a lot of fun this couple days, and I'm excited to see. You know, we just got to witness Victoria just kill it on stage. Yeah, she did amazing. She just did a really cool. uh, What would you say, like an overview of what's going on with Rogue Bunnies, Jen? Yeah, I mean, she she is so good at speaking about the project that she. Brands. Oh, <laughs> good point, Terry. Come good on, point. Jennifer. Sheesh. Okay. We're, yeah. We're no, she is contact. just a nat. She's just a natural leader. So she really. I mean, we drew a crowd. I mean, and everyone Absolutely. who's in that walks over here is. Are you Victoria? Where's Victoria? Like they want to meet Victoria. Could be the so other block. Yeah. Terry, how did you get wrapped up with the whole Rogue Bunnies thing? Well, it's kind of funny because Ava Fabian. Oh, I love Ava. Who is also Rogue Bunny is a really good friend of mine. Um, I, what was the question? Well, no, how you got it? Okay. And that's where the tequila doubles are coming <laughs> into play. The rogue bunnies? No, no, yeah, well, rogue bunnies. Okay, okay, okay yeah. so. so Ava, actually, I, you know what's funny is, is I am going to go back on here just to make sure that I actually know. So Ava, on 4-24-2021. Ava Fabian, yes. Called me and left me an Ava Fabian message. Long. Yeah. Drawn out. <laughs> It was very detailed, though. Some things that didn't make sense, some things that made a lot of sense. And one of them was, Victoria and I fucking love you so much, and we miss you, and we have something that we want to share with you. And so that's where it all started. So 424-2021, I got a phone call. I didn't answer because Ava called. I sent a right to voicemail. I did the same thing. You have to, like, hear what it's about. You do not get a phone call from Ava Fabian after not talking to her for 12 years without sending her It was, I I was like, either something happened or this was a butt dial. Like, I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) I know what I mean. I I knew it was something. (laughs) And so I listened to it, and then I was like, yeah, yeah, this is cool. 
Um, and so I called, I didn't call her back actually. <laughs> so like two weeks later, Victoria called me and left me, which I also have saved. Um, hey, Ava called you, you didn't return a phone call. Uh, we really want you to be on this project. You're one of our favorites. You are especially rogue. You burned your bunny costumes with cigarettes. You did all the bad things that you weren't supposed to do. You were literally the quintessential rogue bunny. And I was like, oh, that's what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. I like I'm this. In. Because I was. I was always sort of the black sheep when it came to the, the bunny persona. But what do you mean, like, burnt your bunny costume with cigarettes? Pat Lacey would be all over you. Oh, she was, but whatever. <laughs> Um, I'm Terry. So, no, I... She was all over me. Yeah. Lacey hated me. But guess who I had on my side? Marilyn Grabowski and James oh, Gonis. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, all right. James. I love so James. So, when you have them on your side, nothing else matters. Yeah. Um, anyway, long story short, I did. I would. I didn't even smoke cigarettes. But I was so... I was such a rebel at the time that I was like, these bunnies are too soft. They're too cute. They're too... Let's just... Fucking burn the costume. I'm just kidding. I love um, it. No, I never actually smoked it. I lit it. <laughs> you just lit it. I hate cigarettes. No, no, I don't know. You know, I was I was 20 years old and and just um, you a know. role model. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows why, guys? I I, I don't know. I it's just who I am. But I was just one of those bunnies that just like was against the grain and always disappeared on my jobs and married drummers for Corn and Seven Dust during the time that I was supposed to be working for Playboy. I had multiple children and and now I'm back. <laughs> and she's back. And she came back and with a vengeance. <laughs> and we're about to go into some major debauchery or as they say rogueness yeah. for the next couple of days. Yeah. And they say whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas or is broadcast out on a exactly. uh, podcast. Actually, I think everything I've ever done in Vegas has not stayed in Vegas. I think that's the, I think I am the differentiator. I mean, what? you're, you're, uh, leave me alone. <laughs> well, we have a big party coming up. That's tomorrow night. I'm yeah. excited to talk about that, but we're going to take a quick break. Awesome. We're going to be right back. We're going to be talking about that. We are here with the lovely Terry Harrison. We are Rogue Bunnies yes. Mayhem. Hi, I'm Victoria Fuller, Miss January 1996. My bunny sisters and I have joined forces, or should I say, have gone rogue to revamp the heydays while foraging forward into the future. Yes, I'm talking about the metaverse. So come join me and our sorority of the sexiest ladies on the planet. I promise you won't be disappointed. To join the party, find us at roguebunnies.com. That's R-O-G-U-E-B-U-N-N-I-E-S.com. Get in the game. Build your collection. Go to roguebunnies.com. You'll find us there. Welcome to the metaverse. Uh, you know, we're just talking about, like, the old days. You wanted to rough things up. Playboy was just seemed a little bit too prim and proper for you. Yeah. So you're talking about, like, burning up cigarette holes, <laughs> making Pat Lacey Sorry, frantic. Pat Lacey. But now you're, you're, the mom, yet, but you're living the mom life now, right? I am. But well, I, I love talking about this. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, everybody has their different parts of their totally. world. And you go through some rebellious stages. Yep. And then you, you have to tame down and you have, have to be to. a mom. Except for these next two days. Yeah, right. It's funny, though, because my kids are texting me. They're like, Mom, are you okay? You haven't texted me. I'm 
my God, my kids know me. Yes, they know. Oh, my God. But they're 15, 13, and 10 now, and they're all boys. So they're like, you know, all of their friends now are like, oh, my God. Like, my oldest son, Jock Rose, My I was married to a drummer, uh, Morgan Rose, for seven deaths. We're still great friends. Great father. My son oh, is amazing. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. yeah, no, he's awesome. So we all spend a lot of time together. But he was like, Mom, like, you have to make your Instagram private or take off your old nude photos. I was like, I have old nude photos? I legit had no idea. So his friends went so far back in my oh, photo history. Boy. They found my, my uh, can <laughs> I say amazing. pussy on here? They found my pussy. And I was like, oh, wow, Jack, that was like 10 years ago. Look at when Instagram started. He was like, well, mom, kids nowadays. Like, they have a lot yeah. of time to scroll. Like, <laughs> well, and like all his friends are also discovering so, like hot mom. Right? And yeah. so, of course, and then I realized, I was like, oh, no wonder 16 kids stayed at my house. <laughs> what? Like, okay, Hashtag MILF. It's actually starting to make sense. No wonder when I go to the gym, I see, I'm like, why are his friends here working out right next to me? So it's really cool, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm sure that the parents of the children are like, God, this horror. <laughs> Just kidding. I now, know. Or they're like, you know what? Actually, I take that back. That's I, I love you it. so much. Actually, what I've recognized and realized over the past like three or four years as my children got older is that the parents aren't necessarily like, oh my God, you whore. They're like, they live vicariously through me. Yeah, yeah. Because it was probably something they wanted to do back in the day. However, they were like, Hef didn't choose them. <laughs> we were the chosen ones. Oh my God. And so that's hard. You it's like a harsh reality. I just enamored by like a harsh reality. And so I think that they like, they want to hate me, but then they talk to me and we're like in this normal, like setting, like I live in Woodstock, Georgia, which we're one of our community members, McGunky Liz, crazy. We're the only two Asians in Woodstock, Georgia. I'm quarter Japanese. That's why I say that. Anyway, so <laughs> we, I, what I realized is that the parents actually are like, oh my God, I want to hate you. You're so pretty. And then they're like, oh, I love you so much. Like, Jack, your mom is amazing. She's so cool. She's amazing. She has tattoos. She cusses. She talks about bad things, but she also talks about good things. Like, I'm a normal person. I have my own cooking page called Territory Food. Get it? Territory Food. Ah, uh, like it. And I love to cook. I'm natural at it. And I actually just pitched one of my new show possibilities to my old manager, Ray Manzella. Oh. Uh, it's called Cooking on the Fly. Like, one of my favorite things to do is to get like five or six ingredients from the from the store and just like and I do I test myself I'm like I'm a good cook but I'm gonna test myself today. that sounds like a and an I actual nightmare weird ingredients and I put them no. together and I give myself one hour to make the best so, like meal. you're creating your own top chef yeah. challenge to yeah. yourself but it's like so much cooler because it's not a set recipe it's called cooking on the fly like the whole idea is like can you create with the weirdest five to six ingredients the best meal that anyone's ever that's had. That's like unnecessary stress oh, added to not, your... You know what's crazy? You thrive I on it, though. On yeah, it. I can see that. I'm so excited. So like this chicken, pineapple, right. celery... Actual sustenance. Sustenance. Yeah. And then peanut butter and... Sure. I don't know. But if anybody... Well, but I can make a mad kung fu chicken. See? Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so your, your, your boys are now discovering... Yeah. Okay, mom's hot. She's mom's out hot. there and all her now... Now we know why all his, yeah. your boy's friends want to come and yeah, have sleepovers. Yeah, they all stayed 16. I, Jen, I'm not lying when I say that. Y- your boys are how old again? Uh, they're nine and seven. They're on their When way. you're hearing these stories, are you starting to go, wait a minute, is this what I have ahead for me? I'm nervous. I don't know. I I don't know because there's so many moms that knew because, me like, growing Tara, up. Because Tara's just owning it. She's like, no, yep. yeah, no. I and know. I feel like that's what I sort of need to do 
but it's it's hard because different than me. Jennifer, but you will. But by the way, me, Terry, five years ago was not Terry now. Like, I didn't have a teenager five years yeah. ago. So I only was basing my decisions and mothering parenting decisions upon my child's age at the time. And then what I realized as I got older, like, when you actually go through puberty, you actually go through puberty. Yeah. So you go from thinking your mom's cute to being like, oh, my God, my mom has tits. <laughs> Oh my God, she did show her pussy on the internet. I'm so excited for that face. Like, they're like, wow. And then, so every now and again, and not a knock on my children, because this might make them sound weird, but we are humans. I'll walk downstairs and forget, like, mom's hot, and I'll have a robe on, and like, and my kids are like, mom, mom. Mom, put it away. (laughs) They're like, we just asked for rice, okay? When you you were married to the drummer of Seven Dust, uh, did you used to take, did you have children at the time? Did you go on tour? Yeah. Because I think it's really cool, like, you know, like Kimberly Phillips is married to Todd Morris. Yes. You know, from, and he's with the offspring and it's really cool when they have the kids off to the side with the the ear headphones. Well, it's so funny, I can probably find it and show you and I'll maybe show you after the show because we don't have much time. But yeah, of course. So, Seven Dust. I mean, that's really cool. Toured a lot with like Snoop Dogg and Godsmack and Disturbed and all of those sort of like new metal bands that were coming up in, I guess, the early 2000s or whatever. Um, But yeah, so Jack, actually, we had his own custom um, uh, earphones that would cover and protect his ears. And they had said Jack Rose um, on them. And then Morgan would bring him on stage and Morgan would play with Jack in his lap. And we'd play in front of like, I mean, we played a festival one time with over 200,000 people in Glasgow, Scotland. Wow. And I wasn't supposed to travel because I had just given birth to Jack. He was only two weeks old. I don't give a fuck, though. I came out of the uh, hospital, and I took him to Benihana, and all my kids love Benihana because all three of them came out of the hospital three days old, and the fire from the Benihana hibachi table. They go, oh, yeah. Like that, right? And so, like, all three of my kids, like, still to this day, and they know the story now, but growing up, they didn't know, but they were like, Mom, hibachi, hibachi. They love it because I, 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 they, I accustomed them to that. That's yeah. what they knew from, new, from birth. It's funny because when I was pregnant with Jack, I was probably five or six months pregnant. And I still went on roller coasters because I'm a freak. And he literally is obsessed <laughs> with roller coasters. I can't, I can't. And I can't find it in my heart to tell him that I was so pregnant. And I went upside down multiple times with him. And that's why he loves them. Because I just want him to experience it on his own in real life. And make him think like he likes them because he, he's into thrill-like things. So wait, <laughs> we have to segue back. Because in our Metallica show, we referenced you. you because did. I feel oh, like... Did. I feel like you told a story once about going shot for shot with Lars from Metallica. and In Paris. Okay. Shot for shot with Love Lars it. Ulrich? Wow. Oh, I want to hear this. Okay, like this is cool. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to try to, like, I'm a long story short, not a short story long type person, so bear with me. But I, when I, this is actually when I was married to David Silvera from Corn. We traveled to Europe for like seven weeks. We had our own buses and all this thing was so amazing. Like, oh my God, it was so incredible. And so we were like uh, going to all of these festivals with like Black Eyed Peas and Muse and Metallica and like, oh my God, it was just so like Bulldog Cafe. Like I got so high with Fergie. We ate two brownies at Bulldog Cafe in Amsterdam (laughs) one night. And I swear to God, I am not making this up. I need you to write a book. I am not making this up. I woke up with David, my ex-husband at the time, next to me, and a whole 12-inch pizza on my chest at the America's Hotel in downtown Amsterdam. The whole term of pepperoni nipples just, like, exploded in my head. We were so fucking high. 
And I remember sitting next to Fergie and she was like, I don't feel anything. I don't, I don't feel anything. It's Fergie. And David's like, no, you just got to give it some time. We've been here a million times. Yeah. We're like, no. So it start, we have two, you know, two of the brownies. And next thing you know, I end up with the, the pizza on my chest. But Your hearing the, colors. So listen, so that was in Amsterdam. The, the moral of the story is the next day we had to get on the bus and travel to Paris, which is not too far. I, I don't remember the distance. We did it multiple times, but... We traveled to uh, Paris, and we all stayed at um, this really nice hotel, and we're all off on time, because the, yeah. the tour had just started, so we're, like, on America time, or whatever the time, and then we're, like, four hours ahead, and so we're, like, sit, we're, actually, David and I were walking down the street, and I just recovered from the pizza on my chest, and I'm, like, walking down the street, we got off the bus, and I see Lars, and, like, James Hatfield, and all these people, like, sitting in this little cafe in downtown Paris, and I look at David and I'm like, oh my God, I am actually not, and, and this, I don't mean this in a mean way. I'm not a Metallica fan. I think they're a little cheesy for metal. I like really heavy metal, like hate breed stuff. So I was like, that's Lars. I do not agree. I am containing I, myself. I <laughs> I, but listen. Okay. I, but anyway, you see so, them in the cafe. You see them in the cafe. And they're, well, it's all outside. And by the way, it's 3 a.m. Okay. Okay. And. It was normal because we had just come from wherever we came from, Amsterdam. The tour buses just arrived. There was 26 of them or something And you're like in that. Paris now. And we're playing a festival in Paris, France. Right, right. Underneath the Eiffel Tower. And it's like 200,000 people are expected to be there. And we're not there. 3 a.m. cafe. Anywhere Actually, like not maybe? even the next day. It's two days later. Okay, so we're right, like right. partying. So I like sit down and Lars talks like this. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like he's, uh, <laughs> he's like surfer <laughs> slash foreign. And I'm like, yeah, Lars. And I'm like, this is why I don't like them. But whatever. Just joking. So we're like, all of a sudden, David was like a very jealous person. He's like Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee was the best man at my wedding for David and also for my husband, Morgan, by oh, the way. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fun facts. So he like very jealous. And so I was like, I was like, get, I'm tired. So Lars said, do you want a shot? And I was like, sure. Get a shot. And it's uh, bourbon. Oh, okay. Yum. All right. There we go. I don't drink. Bourbon. I don't even know if I had bourbon ever in my life until that point. And I was, but I was also only 20. So yeah, try everything I once. I was legal. <laughs> uh, but I was like, okay. And then he was like, oh, we're going to type more. However he talked, he had the weirdest Southern foreign accent I've ever heard in my life. I was like, fine. So this is 3 a.m. 6 a.m. rolls around. And which I, I, and I swear to you when I say this, at least 20 shots. Wow. And our hotel was probably two blocks away, Chateau Alaziz or something like that. I just wanted to say that because it sounds fancy. Well, but I mean, Metallica was, was known but, for drinking. Um, I mean, they oh, were they, no, they, they were so like nicknamed uh, alcoholic. And but then you know? other things started happening because yeah, yeah. we had shows later, so we started partying, doing other things, and we ended up partying and staying up. I think until probably the following day, until like noon or something like that, and then we all went back to our rooms, and then they played. The most incredible live rock show I've ever been a part of in my life. But not even just Metallica. The lead singer of Muse came out in Chaps. So he had no assless Chaps, by the way. Awesome. And he started playing Starlight. And I was like, I get your spokes. Oh, wow. And I'm like. That's cool. <gasps> like, it was the most incredible live. When I meant that was cool, I meant like him singing. Not oh, that he's wearing Chaps. Yeah. But, well, both are very cool things. It depends on what you're into, Brian. Or whatever. <laughs> to each his own. Um, so I just, yeah. So so shot for shot with Lars until 6 a.m. Uh, day off, show, 
and in Paris, and then one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's and then we actually, you know what's crazy? So Britney Spears married Kevin Federline at that time at yeah, Turtle okay. Island in Fiji. Yep. Yep. You want to know what's really cool about this story actually gets bigger. Uh, we decided at the end of that tour, because Corn was leaving Paris, and we were going to Australia to play three shows at Sydney, uh, the Gold Coast, and I think Perth. And the band had, had decided to get a private plane and go to Turtle Island because to end the tour because we had been touring for seven weeks after or they were going to tour for seven weeks I think we toured for a week and they were going to tour for seven more they wanted to have a little break before they finished the tour right. leg and so we rented so there was all of the news that Brittany had married Kevin Federline and stayed at this Turtle Island uh, Fiji resort and so the whole band was like collectively decided we're going to rent out Turtle Island before we finish the leg of the tour. So the entire band plus uh, Snoop Dogg actually joined us his band all of his people Metallica didn't. They ended up going to to because they were all like, it's funny because they were all older and married at the time already. They, even though Lars was having a good time, they were still family people. Right, right. They were all like, right. no, we're not gonna fam- we're not gonna party at Turtle Island. So we ended up staying at Turtle Island for a week, and then we finished the leg in Australia, and then I think they went back to Indonesia. I flew home, but because I had to work on the prices, right? Nice little segue. <laughs> 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 Insert next question here. <laughs> I mean, we, seriously, when we talk about like, you know, I'm so stoked that Victoria decided to reach out to you ladies. I know. Get the Rogue Bunnies yep. going. Get yeah. the family back together. As as some would say, get the band back together, yeah. right? Yeah. We say that yeah. all the time. But you ladies have literally lived lives mm-hmm. that that most people can't even imagine. Yeah, like like I you're know. saying, write a book. Yeah, I mean, you, you need know, to. How you, many, like, you need to. How many you well, know, get married like, rock even, stars? It doesn't go on even tour, in there, though. Like, go, I, you know, I, cool. I broke baseball major league baseball players' hearts, multiple, all the things. I just, I don't know. I, it's funny Terry because, and I'm going to say Harrison. this, and I mean this. <laughs> I, when I was growing up, I told my mom I was going to be on The Price is Right, I was going to be in Playboy, and I was going to marry David Silvera from Corn. Swear to God. If my mom ever hears this, if you could call in and this was a live show, she'd be like, I swear to you, Terry wow. told me this from probably the age of 10. And so I'm, I'm like huge on manifesting things. And I think it's part of my culture. Like a lot of age, like Japanese people, especially like to manifest their life for, for the best. It's like all about a positive outcome. Long story short, I was with Darian this morning having bottomless mimosas and we were about to leave. And he said, I said to him, do you think that this uh, server will give us mimosas to go? He was like, absolutely not. I'm like, challenge accepted. I got it. I got them to do it last night. And so. They made me right? promise me not. To, yeah. Tell me the story. She's very conservative, right? But I can tell she's Japanese. So I had that going yeah. for me. Her name was Marie. My middle name is Marie. So I was like, I have all of these bullet points that I'm going to make her. I'm going to crush her. She's going to give me alcohol. The <laughs> So I didn't even have to do any of that. So I said to her, I said, hey, do you guys give, uh, will you fill up a, like a pitcher of mimosas for me to go? She goes, we don't do that. She walks away. I looked at Darian and Darian will vouch for this. I said, she's going to come back with a cup. And he's like, a cup of what? I'm like, mimosas, Darian. She's coming back. I can already tell the way she said no to me. He goes, I know she's not. She, that was a hard no. He goes, oh, <laughs> He's like, oh, so it's going to be like that this week? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, welcome to yep. the Matrix. <laughs> the Terry show. <laughs> Terry, I, I could go on and on and on. I want to keep this I show know, going, but we're going to we'll have do, to wrap. We'll do a part two. But can we do a part two? We'd love Absolutely. to have you come back on. Yeah. I mean, and again, if you guys are, well, the, by the time the show comes out, we have already <laughs> had the party. We'll but dead. I'm telling you, you don't <laughs> yeah. want to miss 
what Rogue Bunnies is doing. Yeah. It's not just living in the metaverse, no. as Jen has explained to me from the big get-go a year ago. Yeah. Brian, we're doing live events. Yeah. Come hang out. This is an opportunity for people to go, what would it be like to hang out with Playmates? Well, I think it's cool. And what he was saying earlier is... It's Rogue Bunnies now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's fun. It's the social interaction piece that sets us apart. It's really the reality version of the metaverse. Yeah. 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 Which is very ironic, but... That's what I think makes it We special. always like to say it's a project with a pulse because every NFT has a real person behind it. Yeah. It's not Absolutely. just art and, and not just a trading card. It's, yeah, it's it, cool. it represents each one of us. And Victoria handpicked. And she knows. Victoria yep. is, a, is a very keen She's very selective. Yep. Very smart um, businesswoman. I've always respected her We're all, we're all different. That. We're all crazy yeah. as fuck yeah. in yeah. our own right. But also... But like, we all know normal. how to go rogue. Yeah. <laughs> we all rogue. Right? We rogue. Well, Terry, how does everybody follow you? So I am the Terry Harrison on Twitter, and then on Instagram, I'm Terry Marie Harrison, my full name. Don't follow me on Facebook. It's so boring. It's just my kids playing sports and shit. Nah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Terry Marie Harrison on Instagram, and then the Terry Harrison on Twitter. All right. I'm Brian O'Leary. Jennifer Pershing. And the, the mayhem, mayhem continues. continues. You're dope. Hey, Mayhem Familia, don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's R-B-M-A-Y-H-E-M-show.com. And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And the Mayhem Continues!